right, everybody, welcome to Process 34, the podcast. Thank you so much for all your support so far. Um, all right, getting right into it today, uh, just going to do a little solo pod here um, and discuss one of my biggest loves and passions, uh, something I never thought I would even like, let alone just pretty much be obsessed with. So uh, without further ado, golf. Let's talk about golf. Um, golf means just, it means so much to me. It, it It's, I know it kind of sounds cheesy, but just golf is so much more than just a game to me. Um, it, uh, it taught me so much just right from the beginning right when uh right when i first learned how to play up until now it's just been a constant joy and pleasure and there's been frustrating moments of course you know but i think more than anything it's like just what it has taught me and what it has brought to me uh I guess made me realize what I've been missing in my life um, and also has helped me look at life and handle life and cope with life in a different way. Um, it really, really has. So getting into that, um, growing up, I never played golf, never wanted anything to do with it. Um, just always thought it was, honestly, I thought it was a dumb sport. I thought it was stupid and I had no interest at all. Um, and then when I was working at, it was like, it was probably about eight years ago or so. No, it's probably about s right around seven years ago. Um, a friend of mine that I was working with kept bugging me and bugging me and bugging me, trying to get me to go play. And I wanted nothing to do with it at all. I was like, no, 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 no. There's no way it's stupid game. I don't want anything to do with it. So long story short, after nagging me for weeks on end, he shows up to work with a set of clubs. Um, he'd gathered some clubs from like family members that were hand-me-downs to him and then some of his old clubs and then an old bag and brought up everything, just said, hey, all you need to do is if, if you want a pair of shoes, go buy a pair of shoes. If not, just wear sneakers. Let's go play golf. Um, I had a free round of golf at the golf course that I got married at, which was uh captain's club, Woodfield and Grand Blank. And so I told him, I said, let's go play there for the first round. I knew nothing about it really. And, uh, it, you know, it was free. So why not? I showed up with like, I don't know, maybe I think I bought like two or three dozen just like whatever, like the worst balls you can buy at a store are, you know, uh, refurbished Dunlop, whatever. I don't know what it was. It was a lot for a little. And I showed up with what I thought would be way more than enough golf balls to play a round of golf. And, uh, I think it was like, the second or third hole, I had already went through about 14 or 15 balls, uh, just hitting the ball all over the place. I could not, for the life of me, get it on the fairway. If I even made contact, 
It was usually directly to the right or the left, and it was bad. It was bad. Uh, I remember almost hitting a couple older ladies in a golf cart. I felt so bad. I hit it directly, like almost behind me. Uh, it was it was a it was a rough experience. So, you know, I told him. I said, "No, this is. <laughs> I'll never do this again. That was it. That was uh, that was the one time." you're going to get me to go golf and, you know, never again. So I think the next time I actually, I did go again. Uh, the next time I went, I can't remember if it was with him or I might've just went by myself just to see how it was. And, you know, it was a little bit better. I played it, a, you know, that, that course was challenging to start with. So I went and, you know, I, through the advice of him, my, my buddy, Chris, he told me, you know, just try to look up and try to find an easier course in areas. So, you know, through word of mouth, I went to a local course and Kersley Lake and it was a lot, it was a lot more wide open. It was a lot easier, but same, same results on this end. Uh, it was terrible. I, I wanted nothing to do with it. Once again, hated it, hated it, but like, at the end of each round, those first two rounds, as much as I despised the game because I was so frustrated that I was so bad at it, it something about it just, you know, it, it felt good to play a sport and, you know, compete, even if it was, you know, going and playing around by myself. So um, there was that, like, seed planted. And, uh, you know, it, from there, it was just kind of like a gradual... I want to say like I didn't even play again for a year and a half maybe and uh I think it was yeah it was about this would be my 5th year maybe 4th year of actually playing for real playing uh like full years of golf I think this would be my 4th year but I went for my third time and like I made one good shot made really good contact, flushed an iron right off the middle of the fairway. I don't even remember how I got in there. I'm sure I probably chipped out of the woods or something. Um, and uh, right on the green. And it was like exactly what I had envisioned in my mind. So that feeling of thought, shot, result is what I wanted. I was just like, Holy, you know, holy cow, this is what it's supposed to feel like. This is what they all talk about, that feeling that you get when you flush an iron off the fairway, hits the green, it does what you want, and you're putting for, you know, I was probably putting for like double or triple bogey, but I hit a ball and it did what I wanted it to do. To me, that was just the best feeling ever when it came to golf because that had not happened yet. And it's frustrating. That is very frustrating to play a sport, especially for, you know, three to four hours and struggle to even make contact or make good contact with the ball. So that feeling, that shot, it was like, all right, it's pretty much a wrap now. Like I, I'm going, I'm going all in. I am going all in. I want everything to do with this sport now this game i love it that feeling was amazing let's do it again i got to figure out now how to get my mechanics right to make sure i do that and hit that shot all the time or at least as much as possible um 
So that started the the love and the passion for golf. And that was about, that was right around six years ago, probably. Um, and <laughs> from there, it was, you know, it was a struggle. You know, it kind of like, it was, uh, I, I want to say I might have went two more times that year. And then right around, yeah, this would be my fourth year. So right around that time frame, I had went a couple times and I, you know, I, I was really getting into the game of golf, but it was more so like, you know, I, it was, it was nice to participate in a sport, participate in a game, um, use my athleticism. It was just, it was nice that that feeling alone was what was keeping me going no matter what and playing, you know, and then, um, it was right around the time when when my son Benny passed away and it uh, was something that I kept continuing to do even through that. So, you know, it, it got me out there. It kind of got me out of my head. Well, um, after he had passed away, I remember playing around and I was playing like I was playing alone in the early morning because when I first started playing golf, I didn't, I only had a friend. Well, Chris, he lived an hour away. I didn't, I only had one friend that played golf. And if he couldn't go, I just went alone. I was hooked. So I was playing around alone in the morning. It was early. I want to say it was in the fall. And I remember coming over, uh, like I remember it was, I don't remember what course it was. Oh, it was at Flint. So I was at Flint Golf Club. I was coming over. Uh, it was the 14th hole, 14th fairway. Uh, after you tee off, it's downhill um, into a creek. So when when I was going over the hill, I remember stopping for some reason. I don't know. I don't even remember why I stopped. But um, when I parked, I kind of like did a kind of a little left turn and parked sideways on the hill and to my right was you know off into the distance was the green and uh behind that you know the sun and it was it was early it was uh it was just a very very like majestic looking sight i mean it was just it was beautiful it was breathtaking and i remember that very moment i had a feeling overcome me where it was just like I hadn't, I had not felt that in a long time and it was calmness. It was like, uh, everything's going to be okay. Like that kind of feeling. And at that moment in my life, I did not think everything was going to be okay. You know, there was tragedy had struck, um, right before that, like, or right after Benny passed away, my mom went into the hospital and that was scary. And, uh, it was just a lot going on, you know, and I didn't, it, those, all of those negative emotions and feelings, it's hard to think that you're ever going to bounce back from that. It really is. So when I had that feeling, it was just, it, it I don't know how to describe it, except for it was just, everything just felt right. Like at that moment. And it was, you know, like a spiritual awakening for, you know, um, for lack of better terms. It was, uh, it made me 
think to myself that no matter what, no matter what has happened to me in my life, everything is okay right now. And it, it was a good feeling. It was a really, it was a really great feeling. And, you know, it just, at, at that, at that moment, it was like, I just remember saying to myself, like, I feel like I'm back. I feel like I'm a, I'm a person again. And it made me think about everything that had happened recently in my life and how angry I was. I was so angry. I was so frustrated. I was so upset. I was so hurt. But more than anything, I was angry. I was very, very angry. And I didn't feel anger. And it was rare for me to not feel anger at that moment or at, at that time. So, you know, it was just, uh, I guess it gave me, it, it, you know, it gave me hope. So from there on out, I told myself at that, well, at, at that exact moment, I told myself that from here on out, I want to try to focus on trying to stay as positive as I can, try to be as positive as a person as I can be, and look for the good and quit focusing so much on all these horrible things and all this negativity and, you know, is that really what he would want for you? Is that really what any would would want for anybody? No, it's try to try to be happy, try to enjoy life, and no matter what, just try to find the good. So that's kind of like where you know I I wanted to like that that first pursuit of you know like making myself feel good and making others feel good started. And it's just kind of like I made a pact myself like this is what this is what I'm going to do no matter what I'm going to carry this out no matter what I am always going to try my hardest and I am always going to give my best and if I fail I'll get right back up and do it again and I'll do it every single day and I have so um, I have failed a lot since that day but I keep getting up um, and I, I owe it to golf. I, I owe that to golf. That moment, sure, I could have been other places and it could have happened, but to me it happened with golf. And then just the whole idea of being out there, I'm pretty sure I was the only one on the course because, you know, when it comes to golf, if it's not snowing, there's not snow on the ground, there's not a frost delay, I'm going to try to get out there. Um, so... You know, it was nobody else was around. The sun was coming up. It was just everything just felt perfect, and you know that at that moment it was it. It just I I just knew like a. God, I love this game. This is amazing. B. Thank you so much for everything. I just felt overwhelmed with gratitude. Gratitude for God. Gratitude to be here, and you know to have an opportunity and have a chance to live my life to the fullest and make the best of it and be compassionate and kind to others. Like that's to me, the ultimate goal. So anyways, golf, that's where, that's where this all originated. And I'm so thankful for it. At that point in my life, I was pretty much just like working 
just work, 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 come home, try to be a rock, try to be there for my wife and my daughters. And I wasn't, you know, I wasn't necessarily focused on me at all. So, um, you know, my, my retreat, so to speak, was to go play golf and go to the golf course. And now it had new meaning. Like now it wasn't just go to the golf course to, to like, you know, try to have some me time, which, you know, I, I still do that. And it still very much so is about that, but it was only about going and playing a game. And now it meant a lot more. Now it was, I'm not going just to play a game. I'm not going just to, you know, hit a ball around and get frustrated, get happy, get frustrated, get happy. I was there to, you know, almost like it was my church, almost, you know, it was, it was my temple. I was there to, to get that feeling again. I was there to embrace that. I was there to practice patience. I was there to see the beauty and nature around us. You know, I was there to try to calm my mind, to quiet it as much as possible and to be mindful and live in the moment. Um, you know, that's, that's what I was going for. That's what, that's why I wanted to keep playing the game. That's why I wanted to go as often as I wanted to go. Cause I wanted to have that feeling. I wanted to be able to reconnect with myself because it had been so long since I felt that connection. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was it without golf, who knows how upset and miserable and you know, who, who knows what would happen. I, uh, I owe a lot to it. Um, just something about being out there. Some still to this day, you know, I have I have buddies that play, uh, some family that plays, and even when they get out there, it's just you know that connection, that being able to embrace that as well, on top of everything that I feel with the game. I just I cannot be more thankful for the game of golf. Um, so. Another huge thing, another big thing that golf has taught me throughout this, uh, throughout my experience playing it for this short amount of time is uh, how much I can correlate it to my own life. Um, like patience, for instance. Um, I, I still, I. <laughs> I, I, I try to practice it as often as possible. I try to, I, I honestly try to do my best no matter what. There are still a lot of times where I let it get the best of me and I, it, it's hard. It's hard to be patient. It's hard to practice it. But golf has really helped me a lot because I feel, I mean, I've played a lot of sports in my life and I don't know of any other sport that I've played personally where you have to be more patient than in the game of golf. Uh, it will test it on every single shot, no matter what. Um, so you really, when I first started playing, I, you know, every shot that, that was a bad shot, which it was every shot, I was... Uh, I was miserable. It just, I could not handle it at all. It frustrated me so much. 
And then, uh, you know, as I got better and as I started understanding the game more and as I started to realize how much, like, golf is a mental sport, how much more golf is a mental sport than it is a physical sport, it was when I started to realize, like, all right, I got to work on this being patient thing. I got to work on accepting what has happened. I got to, you know, I got to... I got to work on all these things and then I would find myself at work or home or, you know, out in public doing whatever. And it was the same exact situation scenarios. I mean, obviously not the same situations. It wasn't golf, but it was the same type of things that would test me. You know, it's something would happen. And it was like, man, I really need to practice my patience better. I really need to um, slow down and just, take a second, take a couple breaths. Um, I really need to think this out thoroughly before acting upon it. Uh, just all that. And big one was I need to be more mindful. I need to be more present minded and in the, you know, be in the present. So it, you know, which, which was, which is so hard for me still to this day to, be able to not worry about anything, <laughs> you know, not, not worry about the future to not dwell about the, to dwell on the past. Uh, it's challenging. So golf has taught me a lot and golf continues to teach me a lot. And it's, a uh, it's something that I try to, I try to work on it all the time. And I, you know, like not only am I working on, you know, my swing or my physical mechanics, I'm working on that mental aspect of it, which in turn is making me want to work on the mental aspect of my everyday life. And so, you know, like that, uh, I just absolutely love how while I'm golfing, I can work on these things and then I can leave the golf course and apply those exact same things to my life. That's a great thing. So, uh, you know, I, I owe golf a lot. Like I said, I keep saying it over and over cause I do, I, I owe golf so much. I'm so thankful for it. It, uh, it helped me, it helped me grieve. It helped me, it helped me become more patient. Like I said, I'm not a saint. I'm, I'm not the most patient person in the world, but I am better than I used to be. Um, and it helped me, you know, it, like I said before, it, it's helped my mind so much just being able to understand that I got to slow down. Sometimes I got to just slow down my thinking. I got to just, you know, pump the brakes a little bit. Everything's going to be okay. You don't have to do everything all at once. You don't have to make 15 decisions at once. Um, everything's going to be okay. And figure out, you know, it kind of helps me to like, I guess, observe and analyze what is happening and why I feel so anxious and handle it and cope with it better. You know, I don't have to, like before when I would get anxious, I would just work myself up into, it would build up into anger. And, um, now I can, you know, try not to let that happen as often, but, uh, 
one thing it is like one thing I do on the golf course, for instance, is if I have a tough shot, if I have something where I have a chance to get a good score on it or something like that, you know, something kind of meaningful, then I always take a step back. And th- this was last year I started doing this. I would take a step back. I would take a couple deep breaths. I would take a couple practice swings, whatever. And then I would close my eyes and I would try to envision the result that I wanted. And then I would apply that to my shot. And it would always like work or could, it would come close to working. You know, it was the success rate was pretty high. So I started doing that with just critical thinking in general. If I had a big decision to make, if I had, you know, something that was meaningful, a meaningful decision to make, I wouldn't act on impulse. I would sit with it for a little bit. I was, I would breathe about it. I would close my eyes and I would envision what would happen if this, you know, if this carried out the way that I think it might carry out, what are the chances of this happening? What are the chances of that happening? And just kind of see the whole thing out and, you know, be able to make a better decision based on critical thinking and, you know, just not flat emotion, which I had always done in the past. So, um, yeah, it's, it's helped every aspect of me so much. Um, if it wasn't for golf, I wouldn't be doing this. I wouldn't be sitting in front of a camera and microphones and talking to you guys. I can promise you that I can guarantee you that. And the reason I'm saying that I, if, if it wasn't for golf is because you're kind of on a stage when you play golf and there's others around, which was another reason why I was always kind of fearful to play it just because it was, you know, it wasn't baseball, basketball, or football where you're playing with a team and there's others to kind of take the spotlight off you and the pressure off you. It's not all of, it's not all you all the time. And you know, when, whenever I'd step up to the tee box or step up to a shot or step up to a putt, I would get so nervous and so desperately did not want to fail. It would, you know, it would just, it was bad. It was, it was really bad. And that's just how anxious I was. That's, you know, I was a very, very anxious person. I still am, but nowhere near as bad as I used to be. So, um, if it wasn't for golf, I would not be doing this. I promise you can guarantee it. If you would have told me, Hey, sit in front of a microphone and a camera and talk to people. No way. I don't even care if you'd pay me. There's no way I'm going to do it. So, you know, it gave me that courage, you know, golf gave me a lot of courage and, um, just another, another great thing to add to the list of all the beautiful and wonderful things that the game of golf has given to me. Um, it has fed my mind, like I said, and like I've described, it has fed my body. Um, golf has made me want to get in better shape. Golf has made me want to, you know, embrace stretching and doing yoga and getting more flexible and, you know, just maintaining a healthy diet and you know just on top of that it's through wanting to do those things i was able to 
get some of those things done while golfing too. For instance, I started walking a lot. Um, and then I started carrying my bag while I walked. So, you know, I was getting a good exercise while out there and I was eating healthy snacks while doing it. Um, so, you know, I'm feeding my mind, I'm feeding my body. And then to top it all off, it has done so much, so much to my spirit. Um, like I said, it kind of, it kind of recharged it it kind of you know it just it brought it back to life it reminded me what it feels like to have that feeling again to have like you know like i i got a soul you know there's my heart isn't broken so badly that i feel like i don't even have a soul anymore that and that that's because of how I was so angry and I was so hurt and I was, I was upset with God. I, I really was. I, I struggled with that a lot and I'm not afraid to admit it. Um, I thought, you know, if there was a God, then why in the hell would God do that to me? Um, it, it wasn't fair, but, um, you know, and then, you know, like after, after that moment that I had on the golf course, it was, it was like God saying, you know, like, Hey, Everything's going to be okay. I'm still with you. And, you know, I understood for whatever reason that it was okay that he was gone. And uh, it was because he needed him. So, you know, it just, it, it gave me like that, that feeling of hope again. It gave me, you know, like to be able to have hope for anything at all is such a, such a powerful feeling and such an important feeling. Um, and I didn't have it for a while. So yeah, like golf, golf lifted and built my spirit back to what it is now. And I'm so thankful for it because, uh, you know, I, I feel like I have a beautiful spirit. I feel like others, embrace my spirit and to feel like you don't have one sometimes is just it's such a hopeless and helpless feeling and it's it's hard so um like i said this is all because of golf and yeah it could have happened some other way but for me these these things happen with golf and because of golf and i'm embracing life and trying to be a better person and trying to get better. And I'm doing it all through, um, be, or not through, but because of golf. Um, it, it, it may, it may sound silly to some people, but I honestly, I know myself. I know myself, I'll sit with something until, you know, it just, I can't take it anymore. And, you know, then who knows what will happen. But um, with this one, you know, it was, I had that feeling I got when I played that round of golf and it was my spiritual awakening and it was, it, it changed everything for me. So when I, when I say, I want to go play some golf. It's not just to go hit a ball around. It's not just to go, you know, hang with the boys and whatever. Those things are great. And I love all that, but it's to get me right. 
it's to get my mind, body, and spirit, right? There's nothing in this world that gets those three things in check better and faster than playing a game of golf. And there's times where I have really, really bad rounds. And there's times where I say to myself, you know, what, why am I even playing this game? Um, you know, things of, things of the nature, which I think every golfer experiences like, well, at least every amateur golfer. And, uh, you know, and then, and then I think to myself, like one bad round of golf is just like having, you know, one bad day in life. Everything's gonna be okay. I'm still here. Um, there's been good ones. There's been bad ones. There's going to be better ones and there's going to be worse ones. So accept it for what it is. Be thankful that the, the worst thing I had to worry about today was having a bad round of golf. Um, not playing so well, not getting that score I wanted, you know, that's okay. And that's, that's just fine because I can learn something from it just like I can learn something from having a bad day. So once again, thank you so much golf. Um, thank you for listening to me babble and ramble on about the game of golf and my crazy obsession and passion for it. But like I said, to me, it's just, it hits me, you know, in a special place and I'm so, so grateful for it and I'm so thankful for it. And if you have never played or you're contemplating it, please, for the love of God, just try it. Uh, it's such a, such a fun game and it's a lot more accessible now. Um, you know, it's the game's evolving a lot, so it's a good time to get in. Uh, and if you need some help, need some pointers or need somebody to play with, give me a shout. And, uh, like I said before, um, I appreciate you guys so much. Uh, it means the world to me to have you listen to me, have you, uh, share my videos and my podcasts and subscribe to me. And it's just, you know, it's a very warming and welcoming feeling. And I hope to, continue and uh evolve this process 34 and keep carrying that message to others um spread that positivity and spread that hope so once again if you have not subscribed to me please subscribe to my youtube channel uh you can also follow me on instagram at process underscore 34 facebook process 34 TikTok process 34 and I, the audio podcast is available on Spotify and Apple podcasts. Um, thank you all so much. Much love. Have a blessed day.